0: Everybody. My name is Steve, and I run a Los Angeles based home theater and home automation installation company called Speak. In the previous podcast, I uh, talked to you a bit about when to call in a contractor in a um, new construction project. We talked a bit about both the prep work that uh, the contractor would need to do, as well as you, um, when prepping to uh, put in a home automation system or a home theater system in your home. And we also talked about the timing as far as when that uh, contractor um, and yourself should have your project and costs locked down, and when that home automation contractor should begin and finish their work. Uh, Now, in this podcast, uh, we're gonna back up a bit and uh, talk about uh, bid comparison, how you compare different home automation and home theater bids across different contractors. Uh, And with that, I will tell you, uh, we get a lot of questions on this, from our customers. We hear a lot of feedback from other home automation companies. Um, y- there's there's a lot of customer frustration out there as far as how you do this sort of comparison, so I thought it'd be a good topic to talk about. So um, really the dilemma is that there is no standard in home theater and home automation bidding, so it is very hard to compare proposals from different companies because everybody has their own way of doing things, and much like parenting, uh, they may all be right in some way and they may all be wrong in some way. Um, you know, Another issue is that some companies may be unwilling to give you full details for fear their designs could get copied and then sent to the lowest bidder. Um, unfortunately, uh, design fees are not thought of that they need to be paid for in this industry like they would an architectural company uh, or for a lawyer or accountant, yet it's a similar type of service. Um, that's getting provided. So, you know, some some AV companies are willing to give you those designs for free, a lot or not. Um, and then, you know, quite simply, new technology comes out every day. So proposals that are only about six months old can already be out of date, um, which is a big factor in, in large new construction builds, especially homes that take a couple of years to build. By the time the home's done, all the equipment that was originally spec'd in the project is already uh, obsolete or out of date. Uh, and then finally the the motivations are different the contractor wants your business but doesn't want to give you too much information for fear that um, you may take that information and uh, you know give it to a low bidder and they've put a lot of hours into sort of engineering this project uh, and don't necessarily want to you know see that fly out the window um, but you know at the same time they need to give you some information because they're asking for a lot of money from you and you know, just one piece of paper probably isn't going to cut it. So, you know, uh, at Technospeak, we, we kind of like to offer customers and um, our peer automation companies a few different solutions to get around this. Um, you know, one uh, really from a customer standpoint is um, pay the design, uh, pay for the design from a firm that you think can do it best uh, and then send that design to all the other home automation contractors to bid against. Um, this is the only real way to give you an apples to apples comparison of the cost. It is going to cost you a bit more overall because you will have to pay, you know, two to three thousand dollars on a large home for a home automation company to design it for you. But at least once it's designed, you can see the true difference in cost. Um, you know, another thing to keep in mind from a, a client standpoint when you're receiving multiple bids from people. Uh, and by the way, you should be getting multiple bids. Um, you know, should always do your homework just to make sure uh, that um, you're getting uh, bids that are fairly consistent. If you are not, let's say you have two or three bids that are within 5 to 10% of each other and one is 20% or, or more uh, above or below that, uh, don't always assume that you're getting a great deal or they're price gouging you. Uh, almost always that outlying bid is going to contain something or not contain something that the rest of the bids that are all within 5 to 10% of each other uh, do contain. So you should investigate those outliers and and see what it is uh, that's being included or not included so you can attempt to equate them a bit more. Um, And then um, one thing that you do want to do, there are some... Home automation companies in our industry that only do pre-wire. Uh, what that means is they're only putting in the rough-in wire, but they have no plan for how to connect anything at the end. Um, you really want to make sure not to hire one of those unless they're partnered with another uh, uh, finished home automation company. And then you know, even then, dealing with two companies can be kind of a pain. So, really, I would recommend that you make sure that they do everything from the rough-in installation all the way to the finished equipment. Uh, setup and training. Um, so so and then you know one other thing to keep in mind is if a contractor tells you not to per- purchase product X and instead recommends product Y which is more expensive, again it's not always because they're trying to, to upsell you. It, he may know of some features that you do not um, that you may want based on the sort of you know general requirements that you wanted of the system. Um, you may not realize that you asked for specific features that are in a more expensive product, but you know he definitely—that's his job to rec- or Her job to recommend that for you. So, so that's why um, they may be doing that. And then, you know, finally, um, like I mentioned in another podcast, uh, be open about your budget and make sure you communicate the same budget to all of your contractors. Um, If you do that, you will most likely get a similar design um, across all of the different proposals, which will make it easy to compare. If you start giving people different numbers, it's only going to make it harder for you. So uh, that's about it as far as uh, this podcast is concerned. Thank you for your time. This is Steve from Technospeak, where we take the techie out of technology.